What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Recorded live. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Dear Heavenly Father, we come right now, Dear Heavenly Father, at this time and moment, Dear Heavenly Father. Thank you, God. For those, dear Heavenly Father, that are on this line right now in the name of your son, Jesus, God. Dear Heavenly Father, we ask you, God, to let every heart be receptive, dear Heavenly Father, to the word that is about to go forth tonight. And dear Heavenly Father, those who came looking for something, God, allow them to get something out of the message or get the answer that they need for whatever situation they may find themselves in, God, right now in the name of your son, Jesus, God. And dear Heavenly Father, we pray a healing over the people right now in the name of your son, Jesus, God. And dear Heavenly Father, we bless you for this. In your name we pray, God. Touch the speakers on tonight, God. Give them the words that you will have them to speak unto us, God. In your name we pray. Amen and amen and amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. We thank the Lord. I am Apostle Reva. I am the grandmother of our youth leader, Lorenzo. We come tonight with a very important topic. We want to talk about revival, revival in the family, the generation from generations to generations people have been going through. You know, when you trust in God and you believe in God, no matter what you go through, he will make a way of escape. The word of God says sometimes you know the scriptures and you think you find life in them, but you don't. You find life in Christ. Minister Lorenzo and I were sitting down earlier today going over scriptures and we're going to put this together and we're going to do this and we're going to do that to talk to the people. But I want to say to you tonight, on our way, to the talk shoe, <laughs> like Paul was on his way to the road to Damascus, and a spirit shined all around him and said, Saul, Saul, hallelujah, why persecute thou? If we're to have a revival tonight, you know your name, you know where you are. I want to ask you this evening, why persecute God? Let's come together. Let's come together and praise his holy name. I'm going to ask, Minister, would it be all right just to move the way the Spirit is leading me? We had scriptures. I had a scripture when Isaiah said the day that that king died. He saw the Lord. Are there any kings in your life? What is a king? Something that means so much to you. Something that can be an idol in your life. 
Are you going through anything this evening? You can't get a prayer through. Let's start tearing down our kings. Let's begin. I remember when I was a little girl, I didn't know what the feeling was. But I met Jesus. And I was eight years old. My king died when I was eight because I was a lover of my daddy. I loved my mother. I loved my brothers. But when I met this king, it wasn't like my dad. It wasn't like my brothers. It wasn't like my mother. It was a different kind of love. It was the love that I just knew, I just knew he was different. And being eight years old, I didn't know what to call it. But I saw a light that shined all around me. And I was eight years old, and I'm 67 today. And I will never, hallelujah, forget that light. And in the midst of the light, it said, Preach the word. Thank you, Jesus. But let me tell you that I was eight then and 67 now. It took me till I was 30 to receive the light. Thank you, Jesus. So some of you might have been doing what you've been doing, going where you've been going for 30 years, just like me. It might have just been 30 days. But we come to revive that which is dead. Because God said, yet though they slay me, yet shall we live. Oh, God, help us this evening. Whatever is in your life that makes you feel like dying, let's revive it tonight. For the word of God said there's no remembrance of you in the grave. He doesn't mean buried in the grave. He means you walking around like dead men, dead women. Do you believe tonight? Do you know the story of Ezekiel? When he was in the valley of the dry bones. <laughs> and God said, Ezekiel, can these bones live? I'm asking minister really tonight, Lorenzo, can these dry bones live? Can they live? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So much is happening. People are going through. And it was something why we came with the generation. Because the day and just the day alone, there's been generations coming together. Can they live, Lorenzo? We're blessed to have Lorenzo Jr. and Lorenzo Sr. And I'm going to ask, Lorenzo Jr. told me, Mom, I'll have your way. And the Spirit is saying, let me ask Lorenzo Sr., can these dry bones live? Amen. Amen. These dry bones can live. Amen. Praise the Lord. What about you, Lorenzo Jr.? Yeah, 
Yes, they can live. You see, there's something about when you are in him. There's something about when you give your whole heart to him. There's something about that that makes your dry bones moisten. Mm-hmm. And it makes your dry bones have that Holy Ghost fire in them. Shut up in them. It's something about it that makes these dry bones come alive when you just say, in the name of Jesus. When you say hallelujah and you give him the highest praise. There's something in that that makes your dry bones live. We are nothing but, I was just talking to my brother, and I said we are nothing but what the dirt of the earth. We are creation of the earth, and we are taken away from things that the Lord has actually created. But in order to live and in order to abide in him, he makes us live because he lives, and he still lives. He doesn't die. He gives us the Holy Ghost fire. He gives us everything that we need in order to live, and that's why I believe that these dry bones do live. And I praise God for that tonight. I praise God for that. Amen. Amen. I feel life coming tonight. I feel life. So many of us are dead. We've been dead and don't even know it. It took me a long time to realize that I was walking around for years with dead men on my back. What does that to me? It means that something that's in your life that's hurting you, that's pulling you down, that means you no good, but yet it's dead. And we just carry it and carry it in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We're going to ask if Tammy should read Hosea 2. 6-2. Bless the Lord. Hosea 6, verse 2. Hosea 6, verse 2. After two days will he revive us, and the third day he will raise us up, and we shall live in his sight. Praise Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank the Lord. He said after two days, you know, this is the weekend. So many things happened over the weekend. That's right. So many things happened over the weekend, and that's Friday and Saturday. <laughs> and then we get up on Sunday morning and go to church, forgetting everything that we've done Friday and Saturday. First of all, we go into a church building, but what you did Friday, you did it in the church. What you did Saturday, you did it in the church because we are the temple of God. And a lot of times we are sick and can't get well because if we're the temple of God, we're to live holy. He said, present your bodies acceptable, holy, sanctified. He said, you got to present your bodies you can't go and, and get baptized and think that it's all right. You can't just go and take communion and think that it's all right. You can't just put your name on somebody's church roll and think it's all right 
you got to deal with you. And can we take a moment and each of you examine you? My God, there's things when I examine myself, I fall on the floor and repent. God, forgive me. You see, the holiness of God, when we view it, it's so much more than us. We are like filthy rags before God. But yet he sent his only begotten son that we could have the right to the tree of life. And we're going to have that right this evening. Do you believe it? Do you believe it? Everything that's in your life that's not of God, in just a moment, we're going to come together and we're going to loose these chains that bind us. It's time to loose things, and you got to loose it. We keep going to people, will you pray for me? Will you pray for me? We don't know what to pray for. I've been, and I'm telling you, I've been in circumstances where I was just praying myself out of your sight. Because sometimes, unless God tells you to pray for a person, your prayers are not going nowhere. You've got to line up right. And if you line up right, you'll join the prayer circle instead of asking the circle to pray for you. Come on now. Let's break these chains. When are we going to get a prayer through? When are we going to be able to do what David says? Touch yourself. Lift your own spirit. There's coming a night when men cannot work. Let's work now while it's yet day. Where are we going to work? <laughs> We're going to work on this building that belongs to God. We're going to call the things out tonight that are stopping us from being holy, acceptable unto God. It's time out for us just to be churchgoers. Let's be a church member tonight. It's a big difference because if you're a churchgoer, you're just going and coming back and forth. But when you become a church member, you hear the chains hit the ground. You hear the things that are not of God grumble and run from you. Do you want to revive yourself tonight? Glory, hallelujah. I see fire. I see fire. Hallelujah. I see a burning coming. God is going to burn this world just because he wants you to understand that it won't be water, but it will be fire this time. Do you feel heat around you? I'm not trying to scare you. I'm trying to give you a message. That he so loved you tonight. That that fire that you feel could be him trying to introduce you to the Holy Ghost. 
Wouldn't it be nice to have something in your life? Why did a man run and nobody's chasing him? Why do women cry and nobody's following them? Because there's something on the inside. Something on your inside trying to tell you to wake up. Your Redeemer lives. How do I know he lives? Because he sets up his place inside of those that will receive him. And I guarantee you, your life will be so much better. Where we make our mistakes, when somebody prophesies your life is going to be so much better, (laughs) you don't have life yet. We're on our way. But we'll have life everlasting. Do you want that tonight? A life everlasting. Nobody's going to bother us no more. Friends won't walk away. Fathers will go back. Mothers will do what they're supposed to do. One day. Let's get ready. Let's get ready. Minister Lorenzo. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Let's get ready. Just like Apostle said, let's just get ready. Time has become so precious now. Time has become so short now. There is going to be a time where the sky is going to crack. But are we going to be revived? Are we going to be redeemed? What are we going to be? We must know exactly what we are going to be because on the coming back of Christ, we know what we must be, but some people choose not to do it. We must select that time. We must select that redemption inside of us and bring it out. Whenever you feel the Spirit of God, let that fire build up inside of you because it's a fire that you cannot explain. It's a, it's a fire that you can't examine. It's something that you have personally within yourself. So when he comes back, are you going to be revived? Are you going to be ready, saints? We should take heed to what the people of God are saying. We should take heed to what is going to happen. For it is going to be a time where he's coming back for his people. And I thank God for that tonight. Now, my grandmother, she said John was a scripture. What was the um, number? My grandmother gave me a scripture to say, and I have to say that. But we're going to quote it tonight for you all. I just thank God for what he just said, because he said a mouthful of what we should expect. This should be something in here. This should be something that we should grasp or hold to ourselves. Because we know the coming of Christ is on the way. Some people choose not to believe it. But for those of you who believe in the Son and have faith in the Son and know that he's coming back for a, a wholesome people without a spot and a wrinkle in their church, which we are, we must be prepared. We must be ready for it. 
And that's something that we should continue to strive for, to get better, to get right, to continue to listen to what the Lord has given unto us. Like I said before, this is a limited time offer. It's time to give it all to Christ, not just a little bit, not just some tomorrow, but right now. Just like we redeem cards in the store, just like we redeem game cards on the video game, redeem yourself. We must redeem ourselves wholly and acceptable, just like my grandmother just spoke on. We must redeem ourselves because it is time to give God exactly what he deserves, and that's all the utmost praise. For he does not... He does not restrain from us when we're in the time of need. He does not restrain from us when we fall back a little bit in our word, in our scripture, in our holiness. But he gives us a redeeming. He gives us a holy fire that we cannot take from any man. It is something about the name Jesus that will make you redeem yourself. It's something in prayer. It may not work on daily. It may not work every single day, but it will work on his time. And his time is the perfect time. For that we should write be ready. Amen. 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 John 2.19. Jesus answered and said unto them, Destroy this temple, and in three days I will raise it up. Bless the Lord. Hallelujah. And then verse 22, and then John 20 says, Then said the Jews, Forty and sixty years was the temple in building, and wilt thou rear it up in three days? That you see, they already so. don't understand. This is, back in the day, they built a temple. Some tried to build it higher. Some tried to build it prettier. Some people tried to even build it as a sanctuary of their own. So they saw this man walking the streets of Galilee and everywhere, and he sees this man come in and is upset and angry with the people inside of it, doing Lord knows what, gambling and all of this stuff. And he said he will rebuild the thing that took over 40, 60 years. They didn't understand, because if you read it correctly, he's not talking about the building. He's talking about the man. He's talking about the body. He's talking about something that's going to happen, not tomorrow maybe. He's talking about something that's going to happen very well in a couple of minutes. We don't know when he's going to raise it back up again. He's going to raise up out of the grave. For he is still alive. For God is not a man. He will revive the Lord as he revives all of us. He can revive all of us to restrain from sin. He can revive us from iniquity. He can revive us. And he is going to raise us up. One of these break getting up mornings very well, very well. And you know that the Lord has sent this man many, many years ago to revive us from all of our sins. He's died on the cross for all of us. He's done his job already. Now it's time for us to get straightened up and reverse this role that Satan has put on each other and let's make it into something holy and acceptable unto Christ. You see the world now, how they're praising sin. They're praising the lesbians. They're praising all of these crazy things. But yet they do not have the time nor effort to praise the kingdom, to praise God, the true living king. I'm not talking about Obama. I'm not talking about the new presidential election coming up soon. I'm talking about the king of kings. He is our president. He is our mother. He is our father. He is all of these things. And he has revived. And he is already still alive very well. And I thank God for just dying on that cross for us because none of us could have done that. We couldn't have been spit on. 
We couldn't have been getting nailed, hit and, and dunk into our skin and flesh. We couldn't have took all the lashes to the back. We couldn't have done none of those things. But by the Lord, my God, knew by sending his son Jesus Christ, he could take it. He took on all of our sins. He took on all of our iniquities. He took on all of our pain, our struggles, our financial problems, anything that we may be going through now, he took it all on. And now we don't have to worry about it. He gave up the ghost to his father, God. We haven't given up our ghost yet, but there's going to be a day where we're going to do so. Talk about it. Talk about it. So let's walk this walk, y'all. Let's talk this talk, and let's revive that thing inside of us that knows right and does right. We must do it because if we don't do it, we all know what the word says. We all know what the Lord has put in front of us. Some of us decide not to take that. Go get your blessing. Go get your healing. Go get your redeeming card that the Lord has given unto you. Some people find it so hard to give God praise or give God worship and give their all for him because they have enough time to sit down and watch a TV show, eat snack and stuff like that. We must find the time to give God all of our utmost praise. We must find the time to give God our all because if we do not do so, then what does that make him feel about us? Come on, man. He still loves us. But imagine if God was not a God of love. What if he was just a God just to tell you not to do this and not to do that, but yet you could do like a little bit of sin here and there? God's not a God of any hate. He cannot hate. He cannot lie. The Lord has given us his all, so why not we cannot return the favor to him? Let's return the favor into God. Let's show him that we care. Because there's so many people nowadays I see cursing Jesus in his name, cursing all of the things that he's done, not believing on certain subjects that the word of God has been presented unto them. They try to create their fictional gods, and they try to make something new. When Why are you making something new when somebody can give you something new in the afterlife? These bodies that we have right now are only meant for work. We are working every single day to save souls, to help those know him better. And he's going to grant us new life. Because I've said it many times before, I'm really big on the afterlife, y'all. He has given us new life. He's going to give us new life. We're not living now. We're dying. We must save ourselves from dying. Come on. He has given us the opportunity to choose Jesus' day whom we must serve. Talk about it. Let's not die. What is so fun about having sex with more than one woman? What's so fun about smoking till you're high? What's so fun about drinking till you're drunk? What's so fun about that when you can stand on your own two feet without wobbling and falling in the middle of the street, asking people random questions while you're drunk in the world? That's not right. That's not the way we should live. Do you think God was thinking about beer and alcohol and all of these drug addictions when he created us? No, he did not. He chose us of all people. We have all been chosen. We have all been chosen not to say just one thing to somebody, but to continue each and every day to touch somebody by just saying a simple hello or a God bless you. Nowadays, people can't even say God on TV anymore. Nowadays, people can curse on TV now. Come on. They're starting to introduce all of these sinful things, but yet as slowly but surely they're taking Jesus out of the equation on all of these TV shows. There is going to be a day where it's probably not going to be even a mention of the God. Lord, thy God. 
There's going to be a day maybe that the Lord will not even exist in anybody's mind. The whole world will be brainwashed by these Illuminati people. We will not be brainwashed. We will not stand in sin. Let us be redeemed now. This thing is so serious that we must be redeemed. Let's redeem ourselves. Let's pick ourselves up, brush the dust off of our shoulders, just like they say, brush your collar, pop your collar. Pop your collar for Jesus and get ready and get right. Let's get redeemed, y'all. Hallelujah. Let us get redeemed. For the Lord thy God is coming, and we must be sure that we're ready and redeemed. I thank God because the redeeming is now, y'all. It's not tomorrow. It's not next week. It's not next month. The redeeming of the Lord thy God is right now. And thank I thank you, the Lord for that. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for the word, Lord. We thank God this evening. Hallelujah. And like he said, the temple was tore down. In two days and three days, he was going to build it back up. We thank the Lord. I want you to get your minds clear. Generation after generation are dying. Wouldn't it be nice if we can be the ones that delivered our generation? Wouldn't it be nice if we're the ones that helped our children deliver their generation. You know, Jesus came through 42 generations before he did what he did. And still, some of us act like he didn't do nothing. The chains are going to break tonight. The chains that the enemy thinks he got over us. Not so. Because on the third day, the stone was rolled away. And our revival, our resurrection, Walk through. He did it for you, and he did it for me. If there's anything in your life that's too hard for you, do you know that the Word of God says that through our our sadness, Through our troubles, he's made strong. He's given the opportunity. You know, God so loves us that sometimes he he wants to show off for us. He's saying to you, I don't know your name, but you know who you are. He's speaking to you right now saying, I love you. Whatsoever you want, without doubting, bring it to me. I'll bear it. Bring it to me. I'll share it. 
If there's any need in your life, he said he'll take it. But you only got to give it to him. Heavenly Father, we do thank you. We thank you, Lord, for the opportunity to give you our junk. We thank you for the opportunity to search us on this line this evening. And God has said it since I was a little girl. (laughs) If you find anything that shouldn't be, take it out and straighten me. But God is saying tonight, if you give it to me, stop picking it back up. If there's things that you gave him and you want to know how to revive your life, don't pick it back up. If he said you're healed, believe it. If he said we're delivered, believe it. Glory be to God. I feel your need over the line. Whoever you are, you've been wrestling with it. Because of the difference in the generations, I said no holds barred tonight. We're going to do like them wrestlers. Come on, won't you walk around the ring? Walk around and just look Satan face to face. And say you're a liar. The truth is not in you. The blood of Jesus is against you. We have that opportunity. We have that opportunity. For the blood that Jesus shed way back. On Calvary, it was the blood. It's given us strength tonight, and you can have it from day to day, and believe it. It has never, through generations, lost its power. If your pain is too high. The blood can go high on your mountain. And if you're flat on your face, burdened down, the blood, oh my God, let it give you strength tonight. Day to day. It will never. Can we say it together? It will never. Come on, get your breakthrough. Revive us, Lord. We need you to revive us, Lord. And what is it? The blood, the blood, the blood. 
Let it reach you. Come on, you're on the mountain now. And it can go with low. Even if we're in the valley. He said, yea, though you walk through the valley of the shadow of death. He said, I'll be with you. My rod and my staff. He said, I'll comfort you. It will never lose. It will never, never, never. It will never lose its power. Hallelujah. 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 We bless the Lord tonight. We bless the Lord tonight. Thank you, Jesus. We do thank God. Hallelujah. Can you feel me right where you are? Hallelujah. Thank you for joining us this evening. Hallelujah. It's the blood <laughs> that he shed on Calvary. We thank you for this opportunity. And we do bless the Lord for you. Hold to his hand. God's unchanging hands. Start building your things on things eternal. And just hold. God's unchanging hands. We thank God. We're going to now put it back into the hands of our youth minister. Can we give him an amen? Amen. Can we give him an amen? Lorenzo Jr. Thank you, Jesus. You, Father. Man, tonight, I just say the Lord really moved. And I pray that somebody's night to receive something tonight. Even if you didn't receive something tonight, continue to trust in Him. I advise all of you to continue to pray, continue to uplift His holy name. Lifting him up and without knowing him, without giving him every single thing that we have, there would be no us. We would not be here today without the grace of God. But at this time, I would like to ask if anybody on the line would like to have a hello because I understand that there's uh, two new people today. But if you don't have to say anything, if you don't want to, but I'm opening up the floor to you. If anybody would like to say hello or give like a little testimony or just say anything tonight, now is the time to do it. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, I would like to um the message definitely was truly rich tonight and um and I just like I when I prayed earlier I prayed that somebody did get something out of it and um um uh, minister Lorenzo, you just be very encouraged because there's not too many young men out there 
um, bringing forth the word of God and um, just seeing you yourself just taking time out um, and putting time aside just to worship him and take time out just to give somebody else an encouraging word. I want you to know keep doing what you're doing because God has something in store for you. Trust me, you may not get your crown and stuff down here, but he has something for you up in heaven when it's your time. But I thank God right now. Not only that, I thank you for that word that you gave because that word lets you know um, for those who are out there over the line that what what they were actually talking about, the, the kings that are in your life, it, it pretty much was if you have it any alcoholism, if you if you have any smoke addiction, if you're a prostitute, if you was a murderer, I'm talking about things that people would not forgive you for, for the things that you do, knocking somebody over the head, stealing, lying. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. God forgives you. And we pray for that tonight, that Everything that you go through in your life, every lie that was ever told on you, every lie that you ever told, everything that you did that was not pleasing in God's sight, that I pray for the deliverance on tonight for each and every person that's on the line. Hallelujah, and I thank God for that tonight. So just be very encouraged, my brother. Amen? Amen. Amen, amen. Will there be another? Praise the Lord. This is um Lorenzo Jr.'s mother, and this is Apostle Reva's daughter. You make the connection and figure out that family. <laughs> but I thank God tonight first for my mother. I thank God for the generational, the tag team um, sermon tonight. I thank God for that. I thank God for the generation um, of them. I just thank God because she prayed over my son when he was a baby and walked him and rocked him. And I praise God that she can live to see him in the ministry. So I just thank God for that. Be encouraged, Apostle Reva. Be encouraged in your ministry. Be encouraged, Minister Lorenzo. Be encouraged in your ministry. I thank God for my husband, Lorenzo Sr., for leading his son in the right way. A lot of men are missing from their son's life. Or if they're there, they're, the child is seeing things they have no business seeing. Amen. But I thank God for a holy husband that walks well and has his son walking well. So I just praise God. If anybody out there has family problems and this is not your testimony, Amen. we ask God to bless you that you too Amen. can have the testimony of a saved family. Amen. So God bless each and every one of you. God bless you. We love each and every one of you. Even if we don't know you, we feel you in the spirit, and that the spirit of God is rich. Amen. Love you guys. Love Thank you. Guys. Thank you for supporting the show. Amen. Thank, Thank you. Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Will there be another? Amen. This is Sister Taisha. I just want to say thank you for the words tonight. I thank God for what I heard tonight. I was driving, so I got, <laughs> I missed a couple of things, but I, I I got I got what I needed. I got what the Lord gave him, and I I thank God for uh, Minister Lorenzo because, like you said, he's so young. But so what? You know, he can teach every. It's not him. I, I thank God because he's not just saying the word; he understands the word, and there's Amen. a difference because he has a relationship with the Lord, and you can tell the difference, and he can teach a lot of older people some things <laughs> in the Word. 
So I thank you because it's just pureness from him, and it's awesome. And I thank you. I think thank you, Apostle Cheney. I thank you, Pastor Lorenzo, Pastor Powell. I thank you, Tammy. <laughs> I thank you all uh, for everything that you do. God bless you all. Be encouraged, all of you. Thank you, Taisha. Such a joy to hear your voice tonight. God bless you. And you are. Congratulations, Taisha. You are a star pupil. We give you a gold star. Jesus, we just, I just want to say before we close out, thank you all once again for joining us tonight. For the Lord ordained the people that are here tonight to be here at this appointed time, and I thank Amen. God for that. And right now, I would like to ask my father to close us out in prayer. Since he opened it up, he's going to close us right on now. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Heavenly Father, thank you right now, God, uh, for the word that went forth, God. In the name of your son, Jesus, God, you you bless each and every person that was on this line tonight, Heavenly Father. You watch over them, God. You take them as they're about to enter into this holiday weekend. You put a hedge of protection around them, God. In the name of your son, Jesus, keeping danger away from them, God. In the name of your son, Jesus. But not only that, God, Heavenly Father, giving them the desire of the heart, and not only just that, but saving their families, God, those ones that are not saved, Heavenly Father, and I bless you for this, God. And dear Heavenly Father, keep them until that appointed time for us to come back together to glorify, magnify, and lift you up. In your name we pray. Amen and amen and amen. 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 We love you. We love you, guys. We love you. Y'all, too. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.